0: This is BookCareers.com Live, the podcast about careers in book publishing for people who are looking for a job, building a career, or who want to do their current job better. I'm your host, Suzanne Collier, the founder of BookCareers.com, and it's my job to solve career problems relating to the book world. If you're looking for a job in book publishing, do check out the bookcareers.com website for all our services. There is bound to be something to help you through your current situation. We have a newcomers job club, a professionals coaching group, offer help with CVs, covering letters, applications and interviews run a one-day to job in book publishing course as well as support people through redundancy or even wanting to career change out of book publishing. Visit bookcareers.com or book into our careers clinic via the website or my email as always is suzanne at bookcareers.com hello and welcome to episode 207 of bookcareers.com live we've had so many cv bookings recently where i help people tailor their cvs towards book publishing or for a specific application i thought i'd run through just a few points so if you are going to book an appointment which we call an employability consultation you have already given yourself a head start so here are seven essential points for building a book publishing cv number one ensure that you can quickly update your cv at a moment's notice it is no good designing your cv on software that you only get to use on the third weekend every month when you're staying with your best friend's cousin The job advertisement might have said you need to be able to use Canva or InDesign, but not being able to send an appropriate up-to-date CV in response to that advertisement will hinder you far more. A Word, OpenOffice or Google Docs is fine. It's so much easier for you to update instantly and send across. Even if you then save it as a PDF before emailing across, it's all fine. And just on the Word versus PDF um, debate, it doesn't matter as long as they can open your document and read it. Number two, always use black text on a white background. You might have learned how to use jazzy colors, but the safest way to ensure that your CV is red is black text, white background. There are many reasons for this. One is because there are varying degrees of colour blindness, so you never know how someone may perceive your CV if it's anything other than black text, white background. Another reason is that if they're calling you for an interview, they may print your CV. If you've used lots of colour, you have no idea how that colour may print at the other end. Or if you've used reverse text, which is white text within a black background, they won't thank you for using up all the ink. I will mention here the client who was colour blind and didn't realise their CV was not black text on a white background. They had been unemployed for quite a while. No one had pointed out the colour text on their CV. Then they spoke to me. It cannot be a coincidence that after months of job searching, as soon as they change their CV to black text, white background, they get employed. Also, in this point is here in the UK, no photograph of yourself. I know in other countries it may be a requirement to put your photograph on your CV, but here in the UK, please don't do it. One of the main reasons not to put your photograph on your CV is because if the recruiter knows what you look like before selecting you for an interview, it hinders their diversity and inclusion policies. Number three, no columns. Now, I have done research of this. I know some people with CV in get columns get hired eventually. Of course they do. There are exceptions to every rule. However, the people who I see who have been job searching the longest all have their CV in columns. Yet when they go to a standard page, no columns. Hey, presto, their job search improves. There are many reasons why columns don't work on CVs. And one of the main ones is you lose a quarter of the page designing those columns and therefore have less room for content on your CV. Content such as your career history, your work experience, your education or other points you wish to make. So do your job search a favour and remove the columns. Number four. Content is king. You can faff around on the layout, choosing templates and looks for your CV, but ultimately the content on your CV will get you the job. So make sure it is well-written, concise, and tells the recruiter what you can do, what skills you can bring, what you have achieved. If you're moving from an existing role don't fall into the trap of copying and pasting your job description and using it as the job description on your CV. You might cherry pick one or two points, but aim to show how you made the job your own. Instead of saying, for instance, completing the office filing, you might say that you reorganize the office filing system. Or if you were responsible for booking in manuscripts, you might say, Booking in manuscripts, I overhauled the whole system using an Excel spreadsheet so we could easily track which editor was responsible for each title. Always use real sentences. Don't skip words. People in book publishing love reading. It doesn't mean you should use flowery vocabulary or write your CV with the help of a thesaurus, but make your CV readable by writing proper sentences. Number five, check and double check your spelling and grammar. You are looking for a job in book publishing. Almost everyone in book publishing by default proofreads everything they read often without realising they are doing this. Ensure your CV will survive such scrutiny. Yes, I know sometimes people who have mistakes on their CVs sometimes get jobs, but more often than not, people who have mistakes on their CV don't even make it through the initial selection. Oh, this. Although this is where point four, content is king, comes in. If you look like the right person for the role, sometimes a slight error might be overlooked. But don't take that risk. Always check and double check your spelling and grammar. Don't rely on spellcheck or the grammar editor of your software. Do this yourself or get a friend to do it for you. Number six, your contact details. Always make sure your contact details are at the top of the first page. Name, email address, telephone number. There is no need now to put your full address on your CV unless there might be a good reason for letting the recruiter know your address. And always proofread your email address and telephone number. I've lost count of the number of people I've been unable to contact because they have transposed characters in either their email address or phone number. So do check your contact details too. Number seven, what to include? Your contact details, your career history, usually with the most recent appointment first, Ensure you list any software you can use, any vocational experience, again with the most recent first. Education. If you've completed a first or postgraduate degree, and as part of that completed a dissertation or major project, then it could be useful to mention the topic of this particularly if it is relevant to the job you are going for. And other information, which could cover anything else you want to add. It might be your interests. It could be other voluntary work, membership of any publishing societies, such as the Society of Young Publishers or anything else you perceive relevant to the role. If it might appear from your CV, you have an international background, yet have the full right to work in the UK, it could be good to mention here that you have the full right to work in the UK. Now, this is a very quick run through and it's only a starting base for ensuring your CV gets the results you want. If you want to book an employability consultation, you can do this through the Book Careers website. Look for the CV link on the home page. The cost is £75 and we release new appointment slots every single week. You can also book an employability consultation to help you prep for an interview. Again, the details are on bookcareers.com. If you're stuck, my email As always, is Suzanne at bookcareers.com. Now it is your opportunity to join in the live discussion. You can find us across social media using the hashtag bookcareers or on Twitter at bookcareers or me personally, Suzanne Collier. Or visit our own platform at bookcareers.com slash live. Thank you for listening. May you all be doing a job you love and being paid the salary that you so richly deserve.